Welcome to the Lindsay Holder Podcast. Gain tips on how to run a successful small business, as well as how to keep yourself looking good while you do it. Here are your hosts, Lindsay Holder Reinhardt and Ashley Rinkin. It's so funny how you can have opportunities unexpectedly arise at any moment. (laughs) I went to a conference last summer and one of the vendors was Dunkin' Donuts. There was a nice smiley blonde who I chatted with while getting my coffee during the break and she gave me her card and I learned all about the new Dunkin' coffees that were coming out. Her name was Lindsay also. So of course, I took a second glance at her card and she was the vice president of Pivot PR. She was so super sweet and fun to talk to. So she stood out in my mind. So a few months later, my spa was one of the participants in a large outdoor festival and she ended up being there again with Dunkin'. So I remembered her from the conference and I invited her over to get a braid at our braid bar and we chatted some more. A few months later after that, Lindsay invited me to a new Dunkin' Breakfast release and we were able to catch up and I got to learn more about the PR side of things. My point is that you just never know who you're talking to and where that may lead in your professional life. So now Lindsay is on the podcast. I'm so excited about this. Just to give you a little background about Lindsay, Lindsay is an intuitive problem solver, having honed her public relations, social media, and event planning skills in areas ranging from association management to corporate strategy to social events. She began her career at a Nashville public relations firm, and prior to joining Pivot PR, she led the social media and marketing efforts for a Charlotte-based boutique workout studio. Lindsay also worked as an event planner in Nashville, Tennessee, serving corporate and social clients at the downtown area's top venues, ensuring every detail was taken care of and the event was flawless. Throughout her career, she has translated business objectives into success for brands of all sizes, from Dunkin' to the Tennessee Automotive Association to local restaurants and boutique fitness studios. She has secured print, digital, and broadcast placements across the Southeast and has developed strong relationships with many of the top influencers in the Carolinas. She holds a BA in Human and Organizational Development from Vanderbilt University. Lindsay, a Winston-Salem, North Carolina native, serves on the Children's Home Society of North Carolina Leadership Council and volunteers with Heart Math Tutoring. So if you want to learn more about the world of PR, how it can help your business and where to start, then tune into the show right now to learn the scoop on what PR can do for you. Welcome, Lindsay Haney of Pivot PR. Okay, Lindsay, so before we get into PR, I want to talk about, okay, I just found this about you. I think it was like either last night or the night before. Lulu's (laughs) Kitchen. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I did my homework and I was like, what is this that she's doing? So I have saved several of your recommends, like burrito and all of that. I was like, oh, that sounds so (laughs) yummy. So what's going on that with that? Are you a chef too or nutritionist or what? Um, <laughs> well, not a, I'm a chef for me and my husband, not for an every now and then. Okay. Weekend. I was about to place my um, order. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have just always loved to cook. You know, growing up, our kitchen at home, where I did my homework, I'd sit at the kitchen counter and watch my mom cook and just always love creating. And I think it's kind of a creative outlet for me. I very rarely actually follow measurements on recipes. I do not use measuring cups or anything like that very often. I love just throwing things together and making a meal. And probably 90% of the time they come out edible. Um, yeah. <laughs> hasn't complained yet. So and just using what you have. Sometimes you yeah. can throw together like a stir fry or like you say, you know, something in a burrito. That can be anything leftovers. Definitely. There's some very creative breakfast on there for sure using leftovers. You can put an egg on top of pretty much anything and call it breakfast. Um, yeah, that's but- <laughs> true. And who's Lulu? That's what my parents called me growing up as a kid and what some of my friends who have known me my whole life kind of just a nickname. Oh, my um, gosh. That is so yeah. cute. I wish I knew about that because we're both Lindsay's. Yes. So I wish I knew about that. And it's funny when you talk to another Lindsay or when I when you write to another Lindsay, you're like, is it EY or AY? And so I always have to like remember double check. Double yeah. check. <laughs> I feel like when you are writing to another one, you do double check because you do know how many times people misspell Lindsay in so many different ways that you're very sensitive about it. So yes, you are absolutely correct. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Well, great. It's been a fun journey getting to know you an interesting one. And I'll go over more in the the intro kind of explain this. But I just thought that was kind of cool how everything was a full circle. And the next thing is definitely when we meet again, you'll have to come to the spa. And yes, get facial. Sure. Yeah, know. that'll be a lot of fun. So I want to dive in and talk about PR. It's such a, a time where we need PR help. We need a PR agency. And you're with Pivot PR. I would love to learn and share with our audience like how did Pivot PR get started and what's your role with the agency now? Yeah, definitely. Well, it has been around. We are based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, um, but have clients in quite a few other places, which is part of the reason we met in Greenville. Get on the road quite a bit. We're based out of Charlotte. And I have been with the team probably for about half of Pivot's lifetime. So going on about three years, a pretty young company, but we dove right in head first. So they've been around six years? Yes. Okay. They started in Charlotte. Started in Charlotte, yes. My and who boss, started it? Like, what was their, what was yeah, their story? Yeah, so Drew Porcello started it. He had been in the media space for a long time, working with some different journalists, kind of outlets and databases and things like that, and really wanted to delve into the PR world. So he started it with a woman who's no longer with us, but I worked for a while, who was more on the PR practitioner side. So they made a great team side by side. And then I came on, and now we have, she is gone. We have two new awesome employees. Um, so there are four of us. We're pretty small, but mighty. So from, what made you want to come into the PR industry? Yeah, I got into PR right out of college. I was living in Nashville, Tennessee, and ended up working for a firm there that was really focused a lot on some political and community organizations and statewide automotive association and just some very industry-specific things. Um, Loved it, got some great experiences. And then I took a couple-year detour and got into event planning. I was actually a wedding and event planner for a while at a couple venues in Nashville. Oh, wow. (laughs) How is that? I bet. I can't even imagine. To me, that would be stressful because you're dealing with the bride and her special day and everything has to be perfect. 
It was definitely stressful. There was lots of moving pieces and we were full service. So we had kitchens in-house, vendors in-house, all kinds of stuff. And you're trying to make sure everybody does what they're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, it was a happy celebration. And, you know, no matter the stress, as long as most things went right, it ended up very happy at the end of the night, bringing some families together. Well, that would definitely prepare you for, you know, the events that you have now and you know how to roll with it. Like, okay, this doesn't work out. So let's (laughs) (laughs) regroup and have a different plan. (laughs) I can get very creative on the spot for sure. So speaking of that, you know, you just have businesses are having to pivot and restructure because of what's going on right now with COVID. So I know that you have some major players that you guys work with, and I'm sure that you've had events scheduled. I didn't know, like, if you could touch on that, like going into this new market that we're in, what is your advice on how businesses should approach it? Should we be marketing less or more? What about like selling things? What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. It's a very interesting time that we're in for sure. You know, when all of this started, we had a ton of events on the books where we were out and about with people and handing out product for our different clients. And, you know, that's how we met was different events. And, you know, I think both of our industries lend themselves to that a lot. And now that's pretty much non-existent. So with everything getting canceled, we really had to find different ways to reach people. And it definitely took a couple of weeks. I know we're a little bit farther through this now, but, you know, for the future, when any type of crisis like this happens, some big advice is to not jump too quickly, you know, really think about the situation that people are in, the nature of the business that you're in. Don't feel like you have to put out a statement day one, especially when it's something so uncertain as this, when really no one knew exactly what was going to happen. You know, we took a couple weeks with some of our clients to really listen, to figure out what was happening, what was going to change and really to make a plan. You want to know where you're going. There's so much information being put out there right now from the news, from your friends and acquaintances on Facebook, you know, all across the board that you really want to make sure the message that you're putting out is what you want it to be and also doesn't get lost in all the crazy stuff we're seeing right now. Oh, yeah. Now, what about like selling? Do you think the businesses should still promote that or pull back a little? I think there are very tactful ways to do it. I think a lot of it depends on what you're selling. You know, if you are a travel agent, for instance, you know, you probably oh, don't want to go be promoting, <laughs> you know, selling big trips or selling cruises. You know, one of our clients is coffee and donuts and they have been able to stay open during all of this. And we've kind of retooled our message to keeping people running. We've worked a lot with hospitals and first responders and nurses and moms and teachers and all those people who are working so hard right now to really pivot, <laughs> no pun intended, Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> to, you know, tailor to them to be sensitive to their situation, but also say, hey, you're working long hours. Come get some coffee. We're open. We're here for you. So I think a lot of it depends on what you're selling. You know, for you, people right now are at home. They're not able to get their hair cut and their nails done and get their facials and, you know, all of these things that a lot of people are used to. So I think there are some really cool ways that spas and services like that can help their clients during these times, you know, say, I know you can't come here, but here's how I can 
teach you to do this at home or here's, you know, some pickup bags you can get to whatever their regimen might be, you know, to keep them feeling normal during all of this. Right. And, you know, I think for a lot of spas, it has allowed us to look into our business to see what we can put in place for the future. So that's yes. not limiting to just our area. And what I mean by that is I didn't have virtual consultations before, but yeah. this is really, I really put a lot of thought into it. And I think I want to start that not even during just for this time, but to just have for others who are across the country and also to start a, like a, a shopping store online and yeah. be able to sell our products via Shopify or WooCommerce and generate some other sales. I don't know how long it's going to be until People feel comfortable again having testers and products on the shelves. I, you know what I mean? We just we just yeah. don't know to where somebody can pick it up. And so having it, the ability to just purchase it online, I think that's just one of the examples that spa owners or estheticians could do for sure. Yeah, now, with the part, uh, PR agency, what is the difference between like your PR agency and, and others? So we are strictly focused on PR. There are a lot of agencies out there who are PR and marketing and advertising. We focus on PR. One of the other things that kind of sets us apart is that, yes, we are small, but what that also means is that anytime you work with us, you're working with a senior level associate. We're not passing you off to an intern or you know, a newbie. You're really working with people that have been in the industry for a while and have that experience, which is definitely beneficial for sure. And also we work as a team really well. We have, they're none of our clients that only talk to one of us. We are always running things by each other, getting different ideas from each other. All of our clients know everyone in the company. So they oh, that's awesome. Very supported. So a business would come to you guys and you guys all talk about ideas, how you can help them. And that's wonderful because that then yes. that allows just more opportunities and somebody would maybe think outside the box that another person didn't think of that Definitely. idea. Yeah. And you will um, have your one main point of contact. So you know who to go to for anything, but we definitely pull people in, you know, we all have our strengths. And so we know when to ask for help and when to ask brainstorming sessions and anything like that. I worked with a PR agency years ago. I was the national style ambassador for Remington. So of course they're going to have like a large PR (laughs) agency. So, you know, now as a business owner, looking back at that opportunity that I had, I was with some like the top players and what they were able to do was amazing. And I just now, and this just actually occurred to me while we were talking, is I was like, oh, remember that PR agency that I work for? And they were able to send me to Florida to be on a TV show, to be with magazine editors in New York, go to California and do a videotaping. I mean, incredible things. So it's amazing what PR can do. I do think that people probably don't understand the difference between three things, between social media between marketing and PR. I think those are a little bit confusing to a lot of people. So how would you kind of explain the differences between those? Yeah, definitely. I think kind of the main difference between PR and then a more marketing advertising side is I describe it as we are really here for brand reputation in the long run. We are here to build your community. We are here to make people know your name. And to do that through channels that aren't necessarily buying billboards or TV ads, but really to do it through grassroots channels, through partnerships, through getting you those media 
appearances and it's not a paid sponsored appearance, it's because you have a really cool story to tell. So we're mm. going to tell the journalist that and say, hey, you need to talk to this person. Their story needs to be told. So really doing it through some creative channels that hopefully, you know, don't cost a ton of money either. Right. Because <laughs> it can get doing... pricey. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, if you're wanting this... to get magazine features or a paid yeah. position on television, now you're really talking. So I like how you said grassroots. Yeah, definitely. And then the social media part, that is, it kind of falls into both of those. You know, you have your paid ads on social media, which we dabble in, we help our clients with that. And then social media is just kind of your outward presence. It's a great way to communicate with your customers, communicate with the world. You know, a lot of times when you hear of a new company, you might Google them and the first thing that pops up is their Facebook page or their Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe you hear about them and you go to your Instagram and look them up. You know, it's kind of a first impression and just a great way to communicate with people as well that can be used for PR and also for lots of other outlets as well. Now, for a really small business owner and she's just starting out, but she needs to get her name out there, he or she or he, do they need a PR agency at that time? Or do you want a business owner who's been around for a little bit? What does a PR agency prefer? I want to say yes, because we love (laughs) working with anybody, (laughs) but... It really depends. We kind of the fun part about it is, you know, yes, one of my biggest clients is a international coffee and donuts brand. Y'all can probably guess what it is. Are we allowed to say it? <laughs> we were allowed to say it. Yes. Oh, Duncan. I'm like, yes. why we, don't be modest about that. Um, <laughs> That's a huge but, client. <laughs> but also I've worked with a local children's book author. I've worked with a local blogger. We've worked with, you know, a local dentist that has one shop. You know, it really doesn't matter. There is PR that can be done no matter Mm -hmm. the size of your business, whether you need it or not. I think a lot of that just kind of depends on your strengths. If you are, you know, love your business and you're really good at the service that you're providing, but maybe you don't love blindly reaching out to bloggers to partner, or, you know, you're not sure how to craft a pitch to producer at a TV station, you know, that's where we can come in and help. And we can do it on a small basis or, you know, come in and completely help you write your website and brand your social media and do all that as well. Or we can just kind of help you make those connections, get a couple media appearances. A lot of it just depends on your goals. That was my next question is how can a PR agency help a small business? But you may have already answered this. It would be media appearances, which are kind of tricky right now. I don't know. We're starting to open up. This will air after Mm -hmm. things in June. So things are going to be opened up just a little bit. So things may have changed. But media appearances, maybe getting on other podcasts. I don't I just thought of that one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. We've done a fair amount of podcast pitching as well. Yeah. Um, And what other some things is like flops. And I like how you said you introduce like influencers because I know a lot of influencers are going to listen to this too. mm -hmm. And small businesses who want to work with other influencers, but don't really want to navigate that or deal with uh, because there's a lot to deal with behind the scenes to make sure it's a good partnership. You guys handle that too? We do. Um, So we work so specifically with Duncan, we do manage everything for North and South Carolina for them. So we're working with influencers all across the two states. And, you know, when you're working with them, it sounds great. I'll send them my product. They'll put it on their page. But there is a lot more behind the scenes, like you said, of, you know, well, what are they going to get out of it? Also vetting influencers. There's so many different ways people can 
buy followers and different things these days. And we really want to make sure, you know, not only that they have real true people who are following them, but also that they're people who are representing your brand well and are going to do it organically and that they actually appreciate your product and that it jives with everything else they're talking about. You know, if they're promoting oh, right. one coffee one day and then a totally different brand the other day, that can be a little confusing to their followers of, you know, which one do you actually like? And <laughs> that is a great point. You have to be very careful with that for sure. In your experience, what do you feel like the best or you've seen the most results out of it? Has it been like more of a giveaway or has it been like they were just talking about this new coffee or to meet them in person? And what do you feel like you've seen? I think the giveaways have worked really well of allowing them to, whether it's to give away your product, whether it's to give away a gift card, to use your service, to come by your store, whatever it may be, but allowing them to delight their followers in something. That's also a great way to boost their and your social media. A lot of the giveaways, mm -hmm. I'm sure, as many people have seen on Instagram or, you know, tag your friend and you have to follow the company and follow them. So, you know, you don't want people who are posting that 24-7, but also that is a great way to not only get people to see your brand, but also to then follow you and be able to see what else you're talking about. Right. You're like reaching another audience. Yes. Have, so that's a great point, Lindsay. It's definitely a great way. You know, you have your social media following, but it's an awesome way to reach people that may have never heard of you to really use someone else's following. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Delight your followers. I'm going to like write that down. That's yeah. so cute. <laughs> I love it. This episode is sponsored by Organic Tan Face and Body, a natural beauty and wellness spa located in Greenville, South Carolina, and owned by our very own Lindsay Holder. Come visit the spa today, where they strive to bring out your natural glow. Visit the spa online at OrganicTanFaceAndBody.com and follow them along on Instagram. And I just want to, again, touch on the point that you said about being authentic. To have a true following, you really want to make sure that you're using the products and that you're, you know, you're doing what you yeah. say. I've worked with you guys. In fact, I just did a Mother's Day giveaway. Yeah. But the reality is I use Duncan on my own. <laughs> you yes. know, it's not just because <laughs> yeah. you ask, you know, we work together. Right. It, it's not that. Like, I really like it. And mm -hmm. I've they've been in my life. Well, gosh. I don't know how long Duncan's been around, but I've had a quite a, a few munchkins and lattes in my yes, quite a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's a really good point. You know, I have definitely reached out to influencers and they've said, I don't like coffee. I never go to Duncan. And that you shouldn't be discouraged by that at all. Not everybody is going to be 100% gung ho about, you know, what you're selling. That just means keep looking, you know, keep finding someone else out there who is going to jive with you. Who does the TikTok whip coffee like I do. On the, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can see my TikTok. Yes. I'm that girl, so obviously a good fit. Yes. I, have I love have that you've delved into TikTok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you're a business owner and you're looking for a PR agency. So what should a client kind of look for when they are looking for a PR agency, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You want someone that you can communicate with really well, that you jive with. You know, of course, not all 
personalities are going to get along 100% of the time, but someone that you can communicate with is really important, especially if you're important. an entrepreneur, if you're owning your own business, you know, you want someone who understands your goals, what you're doing. And believes uh, in you, I would think, yes, you know, definitely. Another thing to look for is someone who sets expectations from the beginning. You know, they can say, mm-hmm. and we're good at this and that all sounds great, but you really want someone who sets expectations of not only what they're going to accomplish for you, but also Mm -hmm. what your relationship's going to look like. You know, Mm. when we start with a new client from the very beginning, we lay out, you know, are we going to have weekly calls, bi-weekly calls? Do you want a monthly report? Some of our clients get weekly reports. You know, how are we going to let them know what we're doing? What's their communication style? Just really make sure all expectations are laid out there. And that goes for any relationship, just to have those open lines of communication. I like that. That is so important because otherwise the other person would be thinking, okay, what's going on? I don't, yes. I don't know what's happening. Right. Now, small business owners, we're going to, you know, it's, we like to see our results super fast because yes, we're just waiting <laughs> for that cash flow to come in all the time. We're like, okay, well, we started with you yesterday and I don't have 10 new clients um, today. <laughs> what problem? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So realistically, how long, and I, this is probably a difficult question to answer, but how long <laughs> should you give your PR agency to see the results? There does come a point though, that if you're not seeing results, there is probably, you need to look into that. Definitely, for sure. It's a tough question. A lot of it depends on, kind of like you said, are you looking for people to come in the door? Are you looking for people to buy something? Kind of what is that end result you're looking for? You know, one of our clients, a dentist, we might get in front of a person a couple different times, but maybe they just had an appointment and you only go to the dentist, you know, twice a year. So they might not book four or five more months. So that's kind of a longer time return. You know, mm-hmm. if you're putting your name in front of someone who, you know, needs spa services, they might book a week from now. So a lot of it's different. I would say kind of, I hate to say rule of thumb, but, you know, when you probably need to start asking questions, you know, give them a month or two. When okay. we start with new clients, we that's spend fair. probably the first two to three weeks learning researching your business, researching, you know, the area, if we don't know it, you know, really delving deep into who you are, what you're trying to do, where you've been and coming up with a plan. So that first couple of weeks is spent making a plan, deciding what needs to be done. And then it goes into effect week three, week four, and then kind of depending on your industry and what you're looking for, you might see results in the next couple of weeks. Does that include like Facebook ads too? Does a PR agency do Facebook ads or posting on their social media? Do they do that? Or does that be more of like a social media strategist? Either way, we do do that. I can't speak for all agencies, but we do ads for our clients. Oh, okay. And some of them, kind of the similar, depends on the industry. Some are different. Some are lead generating. So we have a couple living communities that we do and we're generating leads and then they get passed on to the real estate manager at the community who then reaches out to talk to them about houses, invite them in for a tour, that kind of thing. So that, you know, you are able to show those results pretty quick of, hey, here are mm-hmm. 20 new email addresses. Oh, nice. If, yeah. yeah. If you're doing a campaign that's more, you're looking for likes or just brand awareness, that's mm-hmm. results you're going to see farther down the road as those people continue to see 
your ad three times, four times. They might follow you and then they kind of pay attention for a little bit before they make a purchase. There's so many different ways to go about it. Yeah. About to say, it's probably hard to measure every result because you don't, you know, store number mm-hmm. 426 of Duncan. How do they know that they got four <laughs> new iced lattes today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Having so many stores, you know, it's hard to tell that this one person saw this Facebook post and then went to this one store when there are 60 of them in the Charlotte market. You know, it's exactly <laughs> it's hard to tell. And that's something, you know, back to the communication. We I've had this exact discussion with many of our clients, you know, explaining how this works. And, you know, here's where you're going to see results. Here's where it's harder to tell. You know, how can we help you? Do you see this working? Do you see people coming in, walking through your doors? So it goes back to that communication, too, of being able to say, you know, we are working for you and we're doing all these things. Here's where you might see it. Being able to tell your client, you know, look for those results in these places. Well, if you have a couple of things, if you have a gift card, there would be a code on the back and that would definitely show you when they run it through their register, how many were used. And then Mm -hmm. if you have like a verbal code, then like you could definitely measure that and any cards that come on with a discount. Like when I'm at an event or something or my girls are at an event, my team, they'll give out a card and they'll put like a percentage discount. So in an expiration date, we give you two weeks to come into the spa because Mm -hmm. we don't want it to just sit in your wallet. This is for a spa service too. So otherwise, you know, I know that you need your nails done or your brows within two to three weeks. I mean, I just do. Every woman does. And so (laughs) I know that's why we're missing you so much right now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even look at my brows. Like I just Uh, I I've got my my brow powder in there too, but I'm just like, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. I'm not leaving the house. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. I'm literally in just a hat right now. And I I had to leave the house for, to go to the post office. And I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'm still just wearing my hat, no makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they'll get like a little card. And so then we can track that card. Now, I can't necessarily track every type of marketing, but I know that they all work together in unison because I think the numbers between seven and 10 touch points that a client needs to see your business or your service before they're like, oh, yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, Yeah. let me go go try it. (laughs) So those are great points. Now, definitely. Exactly. So when a small business owner works with a PR agency, they may not know how it works. So what I mean by that is do PR agencies, A, do they require a retainer or, and also can you just work with them on a certain project or does it need to be long-term? Yeah, that's a great question. And of course I'm going to have a answer that it kind of depends. We have a little bit of both. I'd say probably 80% of our clients are on a retainer basis. And the way that works for us is that really you're buying our time. So that provides you a certain number of hours per month that we will spend on your account and we will discuss our plans with you, you know, make sure it's where we need to be spending our time. It's where you want us to spend our time. And that is, I will say we're not probably as strict as you might hear lawyers are of counting every 15 minutes and, you know, tracking it. We do keep track of it, but it's more just to kind of make sure we're giving you the time we promise, the time you're paying for. But if we need to do something extra, we're happy to. That's nice. No, yeah. I mean, if you get like a coffee made, they'll charge you like fifteen dollars. You're like, I'll just make it myself. <laughs> do please don't. Yeah. Please don't zero anything. Yeah. Exactly. It's so crazy. 
Yeah. Um, and then we will do projects as well. So if we've done a couple different grand openings for restaurants, for workout studios, and that's usually oh, cool. on just kind of a base rate of this amount for the project. Those can last anywhere for a couple of weeks to a couple of months, just depending on the lead time. So we definitely do a little bit of both, but I'd say probably 75, 80% is on a regular retainer basis. Are you making an ice latte right now? I hear you stirring something. I'm like, oh, what oh. she's making? <laughs> I was pulling a pen out. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just had this vision. Like, what's uh. ripping up right now in Lulu's kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say they wanted a a product launch or an event yeah. launch. You could do that too. For like, oh, I just want this event launch from a new service. Yeah, definitely. We've can definitely do that if it's, you know, a one-time thing. And usually it is for a launch, an event, an opening, you know, some type of big event that we will do that for, for sure. Okay. Or like getting a book out. I'm going to write, um, well, I'm yes. writing right now, children's book. I've written two books and this is my third one, but this is a smaller project. It's for yeah. it's Penelope Goes to the Spa and it's got my niece. And I just always wanted her to be a part of, she's six years old and it's the cutest little book. And it's something that I can read to her. You know, she's a part of it and yeah. it'll be a children's book. I'm super excited about that. Oh, that's sweet. One of yeah. our clients that we used to work with, she wrote children's books and she had her kids in them and they were about, she was in a Bell football family and they were about going to all the different NFL stadiums and visiting the different sites around Charlotte or Baltimore or wherever they were. But it was really fun that her kids and actually her dog was in it too. Um, oh, I so love it was really that. And that they got to kind of have a book about themselves. Oh, yeah. My so. books are so funny because they're <laughs> following my life, like what's going on in my life. So you're thinking, what in the world? So my first book is How to Become a Celebrity Assistant. Like, I'm not a celebrity <laughs> assistant anymore. But when you meet me as, you know, you're meeting me as a, an esthetician, you're like, what yeah. in the world is she doing that? And the second one is a Christian dating book. It's called Waiting While Dating. Nice. <laughs> and, it's totally and now it's going to be Penelope Goes to the Spa. <laughs> They're all over the place. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be me. I have different, you know, it's through my life. My, it's my right. life phases. <laughs> yeah. Been through a bunch of different steps and different times. No, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so for those small business owners who are like, okay, this sounds great, Lindsay and Lindsay. I mean, I'm just so happy that, you know, you know we have all this, but I'm broke as a joke as a business owner. I'm just starting out. I can't afford it. What can they, like, what tips can small business owners do on their own to kind of get their PR, you know, they can do their own PR. What, what are a few things that they can do? A few things they can do. I mean, definitely keep, you know, paid social is great, but just having that organic social presence out there. And that's not just posting. That also is engaging. So much of that is reaching out to other people, participating in other conversations, you know, whether you set aside 15, 20 minutes a day to say, okay, I'm going to go through my business Instagram and I'm going to comment. I'm going to follow some hashtags, find some new people. DM. Yeah. Yes. DM, ask questions. I mean, so many and do it with influencers too. You know, influencers, I personally loving food. I DM chefs all the time and I'm like, tell me how you did this. Can I sub this for this? And they're so willing to engage with you if you're engaging with what they're interested in. So if you see, you know, for instance, you see a beauty blogger who's talking about her new regimen and you message and say, oh, I love this product or maybe you should try this, you know, just engaging with them on their personal level can be so beneficial. And then maybe 
that opens a conversation. They want to try your product. You mail them some samples and you get some publicity. I mean, you never know where that can lead. Now, for the audience numbers, are these more like micro influencers or mid influencers or the mega ones? It depends what you're going for. You know, being that we are really, so our job with Duncan is really to localize it in the Carolinas. You know, their corporate does a great job of getting the word out with the different commercials and really some huge national campaigns, but our Mm -hmm. job really is to localize it. So we like to target kind of the smaller influencers, the people who are talking about food in Charlotte, food in Greenville, you know, who have those local followings. So they're maybe have a couple thousand, maybe 12,000 followers. It kind of just depends what you're going for. You know, being a business where you're trying to get people to come to your spa physically, you might want to target those local smaller people who really have the followers who are in that area. You know, if they're talking to people in California, that might not help you very much. Oh, yeah, I definitely look at that. And I would tell you the ones that, that just have a small following, they are a small but mighty following. So I have seen the biggest difference with the girls that I've worked with on the influencer side. They bring in people to the spot. End of the day, that's the goal. And also for someone who's starting out with a small budget, they're also going to be cheaper to work with. Insider tip. (laughs) Um, That's true. Yeah, They may trade for a service instead of having to pay them, you know, actual money. They may trade for you sharing their posts, you know, they're going to be more open to some of those smaller partnerships instead of doling out the big bucks for Kim Kardashian to post whatever you want her to. Oh, right. I mean, the small business owner, they can't afford that. So it's either like a a discount or a trade or a product discount or product trade. Yeah, absolutely. They're just trying to get the date. So yeah. But yeah, the smaller influencers have made such a big difference. So if they're ready to make the next step and they're like, okay, now I'm ready to, to get a PR agency, where's the best way to look for a PR agency? Because you could just Google it. Should you find out who's worked with them in the past and get reviews? Or do you think they even need to be local or can they be in another state? I think they definitely don't need to be incredibly local. You know, like I said, we're based in Charlotte, but we work all over the Carolinas, Georgia, Virginia, and we have taken the time to really get to know those communities as well. We may not live there every day, but we know the reporters in those cities. You know, we know the influencers in those cities. So I think it's, you know, when you are looking for people, if you find someone you really like who may not be local, ask them those questions. You know, have you worked in my city before? You know, how would you approach getting to know the community and insert your city here? I don't think they have to be local. I think it doesn't hurt for sure. And kind of depends what you want to do too. If you're super events heavy, you want someone who's going to be there on site, it probably helps that they're local. You might not have to pay travel fees and things like that. But if you're, you know, so many things can be done from anywhere now that it's definitely not a necessity. And where should they try to find like a PR agency? Yeah, I think looking, you know, if there's a company that you really admire, checking out who they have worked with. Definitely, you know, if you do Google PR agency, my city, look at who they've worked with. You know, a lot of agencies, including us, post case studies on their site of what they've done before. Take a look at their client list. If they're people that are, you admire that company, you think they've done really cool things. Chances are that agency was probably behind it in some way. 
I love that. Yeah. I didn't even think to look at a case study so you can yeah. see the, the results because you really want to see where they took that business yeah. and measurable yeah. results. Yeah. Awesome. If they want to, if the audience mm-hmm. wants to, if they have questions, they can get in touch with you guys. How would they find Pivot PR? Yeah, go to um, pivot-pr.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Pivot PR. I personally manage that account. So if you message, you'll be talking to me. And we'd love to chat. We are always happy to talk with you, see if we fit your needs, give you advice, just answer any questions you have. Always open to meeting new people. Do you guys have any other social channels? Are you um, on we're also yet? on, we are not on TikTok <laughs> yet. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram, our big social channels. And then on our website, um, you can learn more about everyone on our team. We also have our blog that has some case studies. It has some really fun interviews with some local reporters and influencers and things on it. And some also just really good PR advice. Drew, my boss, wrote a great article about going through this Corona time earlier in April. So it's a great read as well. If you kind of want some quick tips. Oh, I do. I want to check that out for sure. Yeah. Nice. And of course we got to give a shout out Lulu's kitchen Instagram. So thank you. which Instagram <laughs> handle is that one? It is at in Lulu's kitchen and there's a dot between all the in Lulu's kitchen. So awesome. I'm going to yes. clue that in the show notes so we can get to cooking with you. <laughs> Perfect. As long as you don't mind not using any measuring cups, come follow. I don't. Just throw it in there. And <laughs> it'll turn it out just fine. Yes. It'll um, be fine. <laughs> my husband well, eats very well. Lots of his friends are very jealous. So. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, saw, I saw the pictures. They look delicious. Um, yeah. I'm going to have some inspo for tonight's dinner. So thank you. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Let me know what you make. I will. Thanks for being on the show, Lindsay. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Lindsay. And I can't wait till we get to get back out and hang out with each other again. I know. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thank you guys for listening. And a reminder to please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to make sure you are getting all the episodes. And also, if you would please, please rate and review us. You can be a part of our community through our VIP private Facebook group for women entrepreneurs and those beauty mavens. Search Lindsay Holder Small Biz and Beauty on Facebook. And we cannot wait to keep the conversation going on over there.